Well, praise God, what a, a blessing again to be together and begin this Advent season. The message of the gospel about not falling asleep, it triggered a memory from my childhood. As you know, uh, I grew up in the Holy Land of Wisconsin, and in my high school years, we lived in a big house, two stories. And one day I came home from school and my brother was sleeping downstairs on the couch. Now, the gospel message is to stay awake. So I thought, how am I gonna wake up my brother? So I went into the kitchen and brought a very tall glass of water. And in this house, on the, the ceiling, there are holes in the ceiling between rooms so that the heat can easily travel between the floors. So I took that tall glass of water upstairs into the room over where my brother was sleeping. And wouldn't you have it? The hole in the floor was right over my brother's head. Can you guess what I did with that water? Ay, ay, ay. You know, I think that was a wrong application of the gospel. I just uh, had to apologize after I did that, but it did wake him up. In fact, I think I almost drowned him. Uh, <laughs> these moving words that we heard from the prophet Isaiah. This is the prophet Isaiah offering this prayer on behalf of the people to God. And they have strayed from the covenant. And so it's this moving prayer of a call to return, a call to repent. Lord, why do you let us wander and harden our heart that we fear you not? Would that you would find us doing what is right, that we would be mindful of you in all of our ways. Yet there is none that calls upon your name who rouses himself to cling to you, and you have delivered us up to our guilt. Yet you, O Lord, are our Father, we are the clay, and you, the potter, we are the work of your hands. In the beginning of Advent and Lent, my heart always resonates with this message of repentance. It always begins with this new invitation to repent. And perhaps your heart resonates as well. Because we all know that our love can become cold, that we can drift away from faithfulness to God. We can get lost and we need to come back. And so this is why the other message of this first Sunday of Advent, 
is to wake up. Because sometimes our problem, even without knowing it, we can all fall asleep in our Christian life. And let's ponder together this morning, what does it mean to spiritually fall asleep? Well, when we talk about physical sleep, what is that? It's when our eyes close upon the visible world, and what is visible falls out of our consciousness and awareness. We're asleep. Spiritual sleep is when the eyes of our soul close upon the things of the Spirit. We cease to be aware of God. We're no longer attuned to His presence and aware of how God is working in us and around us. Whenever we lose this awareness, we are spiritually asleep. Here are some kinds of spiritual sleepiness. The first one is called complacency. And I opened our friend uh, Webster to see what he would say about this word. And here's what he says. Complacency is a feeling of self-satisfaction, of quiet pleasure or security while unaware of some potential danger or defect. It's a feeling of uncritical satisfaction with oneself and one's achievements. And it's this last definition that I like the best. A feeling of being satisfied with how things are and not wanting to try to make them better. It's describing a person's Christian life where they have stopped growing. Another word that we give to this is lukewarmness. Another kind of spiritual sleep that is common in our American culture is we give it the name materialism or consumerism. And it's when a person's life, their mind, their heart, their time, is dominated by the acquisition and care of material things. And we all know how this can create a lot of worry and anxiety, such that it can choke out our awareness of God and the things of faith. Another common kind of spiritual sleep in our culture we would give it the name sensuality. What is sensuality? It is when we take many of the legitimate good things of life that bring us pleasure, but we go to excess and overindulge. 
It's when we give in to every impulse and appetite for pleasure, scratching everything that itches. And this always leads to a great impoverishment of the soul. It numbs the heart because it takes up all of our inner capacity. It's our entertainment culture seeking all kinds of diversions and distractions, and God once again gets choked out of a person's heart and life. So, what are we to do, dear friends? Jesus wants us to be awake. And what are some things that you and I can do this Advent to fully wake up to God and what God is doing in and around us. First, given the message of repentance, wouldn't it be wonderful if every one of us made a really good confession this Advent? Maybe for some of us it's been a while. And what I mean by this is not just kind of haphazardly, randomly coming, and just kind of clumsily going through it. What I mean is taking an examination of conscience, taking some time to pray, asking the Holy Spirit to reveal the areas where we need God's mercy, where we need healing, and then to go to confession, whether you come during the usual confession times or later this month to our uh, communal penance service, or if you're more comfortable going to someone else, go to another parish. But what a gift it would be for us to make a good confession and allow that mercy to wake us up. Secondly, I would like to give all of you something to take home with you today. I recently discovered, some of you may already know about this, but usually I'm kind of behind the times, but I just discovered recently the Surrender Novena. I now pray this every day, and then when I'm done, I turn around and pray it all over again. I start over. This surrender novena would give all of us greater peace of soul this Advent. It would alleviate a lot of worry and anxiety that plagues all of us, and it gives us something to do with it, how to surrender everything to God. So when you leave today, there'll be copies of this on the tables as you go out. Finally, we are so blessed to be Catholic Christians. Let's remember the role of Mary, the mother of God, and how important she is in your life and in mine. That traditional prayer that has been prayed for centuries, the Holy Rosary, to pray at least one decade a day during this Advent season. 
What will that do? Well, first of all, it'll give our hearts a place and a moment to be still, to rest, and to refocus our life. When I start praying those rosary beads, slowly, emphasis on slow, peacefully, quietly, it always helps me to rest and to refocus. And as we pray those with Our Lady and we go through the mysteries of the life of Jesus, it opens our eyes to see our life as how they relate to the life of Jesus. Because if I'm not seeing my life in relationship with Jesus, I'm asleep. The rosary can wake us up and help us to see more and more of everyday life in how it relates to one of the mysteries of the life of Jesus. So those are three recommendations for us this Advent. Maybe you have some the Lord has already given you. But I'd like to just voice for all of us this morning an Advent prayer to stay awake. Dear Lord, your love urges us to stay awake and to watch for your coming as we anticipate our joyful exodus from this life into your loving, eternal embrace. Help us to keep the flame of faith alive in our hearts and the fire of your love ever burning. Help us to be faithful to prayer, to carve out time each day, to speak heart to heart with you, especially when life becomes busy as we make use of the things of this world and enjoy the simple gifts of life, let them not consume us so that we forget you and let the desire for them crowd you out of our heart. Let not the pleasures of this life make us selfish so that we become deaf to the cry of the poor and indifferent toward the needy. Let us not become so obsessed with our own life that we fail to recognize you in the faces of those we meet each day. Help us to offer them a smile or a kind, encouraging word. May we be ready to apologize and forgive so that we and those we love may never go to sleep with an angry, resentful heart. Lord, help us to be peacemakers and let all that we do be for you and for love of you. Amen.